Hello, darkness. Hey there. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an odd greeting. <laughs> well, we've just had a moment to uh, uh, catch up here. In yeah, the Higgy, for a moment. Uh, where your uh, continued, continued dominance uh, of the Higgy <laughs> staff and management has uh, allowed us to occupy the podcast, the Easy Peasy Podcast, podcast studios. studios. Yeah, there's a uh, pod packers. If we haven't discussed it late, lately, recently, oh good, there yeah. is a, a bowl of lemons to yes. my right. Plastic, <laughs> inexplicably, lemons. inexplicable. Actually, you know, I'm listening to podcast right now uh-huh. uh, on Econ Talk, which is something I listen to okay. uh, quite a bit, and they're talking about how creativity works and uh, uh. talk about different ways people are creative. Uh-huh. Sometimes, you know, they, a lot of creative people walk and get ideas when I walk sure, or take a sure. shower or doodling or whatever. Well, right. And you, yeah, you, you were telling me the other day how out rucking. Yeah. It was like ideas would just kind of flow. and It's weird. Uh, if I'm like on a ruck and I'm like listening to podcasters, I'm mm-hmm. by myself, obviously, as I was this am. I was, uh, had an HC from a young uh, blade whose name I will not disclose to you. It was Mongol. Uh, <laughs> did not post, so I soloed nope. it, oyoed it. Uh-huh. And he's checking. It was a mere minute before he outed Mongol. Uh, <laughs> he didn't wait long at all. But I, I slapped in a podcast, and uh, I was schlepping along, listening to it, and uh-huh. I started having... I have ideas when I'm listening to podcasts. It was weird. No, I, I, in a similar way, I, and I would guess they're not really podcasts in the sense that they're not on the Apple Podcast app that I'm aware of, but uh, I listen to speeches and... Uh, Inspirational. And, yeah, stuff like that, right. like in the shower. And that's where my wife bought me the, you know, the... <laughs> the, the the waterproof notepad you know because because i'll do the same thing sure. like I'll, I'll be listening along and then i'll be like oh and it may be related to what i listen to usually it's not right like it's some kind of right i don't know and and just ideas seem to i to don't write of, them down uh well you have a memory that is well i just very find, i just find that when they come to me i i, I know you're gonna just say this is just crazy i'm not here to as judge crazy as magic goggles i i just it seems like if I have an idea, the next day I'll be sitting there with a uh, doing a whetstone, you know, and a, and a blade will uh-huh. say s- almost the same exact thing. Really? Or you know, I'll be watching some kind of TV show, and the same point will come up. Yeah. Why? Why would that be weird? I don't. Well, it's because it's okay. It's a little weird. It implies yeah. that there's like some sort of muse Man, out there that's contacting Look. me through social media. I, I just that's just kind of the way. So I don't write it down. I just wait till it till it occurs comes back. again. But that's your system. System has given it more credence than probably it deserves. Okay. Or it's my madness. Whatever. It's it is your I'm chaotic propensity. To, uh, chaotic propensity. Yeah, I'm getting ready to cough one of my ears. <laughs> please, please don't. On that note, please don't. On that note, yeah. Good let's call. roll that good uh, call. that lovely that beautiful bean footage. Bean footage. Beautiful bean footage. It's Duke, isn't it? It's the name of the dog. And Let, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the stupid dog's name. We're putting the band back together. What would you say you do here? We're on a mission from God. Who is the minivan centurion? He's not simply a husband, father, and a good neighbor, although he is all of those things. He's also the coarse twine that holds the fabric of our community together fighting to keep us united in the face of those who would split us apart. Most importantly, the Minivan Centurion is the special trustee of the legacy of liberty, which has been passed through generations of tired and bloody hands 
from the original men who first founded and then fought to build this nation. The Minivan Centurion is you. He's me. He's every man who lives third, holds the middle, and seeks to stay in the fight. Oh, that was uh, our... God, is it Duke? I have no idea. I think it's Rusty. It's not Rusty. I know that. I feel very confident in that. All right. Look, before we go too much further, let's pa- say a Pod Paxers, I'll just set the tone for go you. Go ahead. For whatever reason, Darkliest has now removed his iPhone from his pocket and is looking at it, which he very rarely does during a podcast. And I have podcasted with him well over 2,000 times. And I've never seen him do this except maybe... On three occasions. Bush's Baked Beans Dog. It's Duke. Thank you. He had already looked it up. Duke and his pal Jay Bush. No, this is the first look up. You can check from browser history. Uh, I don't want to see what sw- fever swamp your browser history <laughs> might reveal. It's, it's just, I, how many times can you search binders of women right. and then <laughs> get results? Be like uh, Mormon women with their ankles showing or something. <laughs> <laughs> Mormon women ankles showing embroidered jumper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yep. But none of that is even vaguely relevant to what we are to discuss today. Which is? Which, well, you know, I say, we say that, but we talk about faith, and, and certainly that is relevant to what we will discuss today. But we're going to discuss two, if not more, uh, radical notions. Hi, chapter 16 of the Minivan Centurion, which was just dropped. Wednesday, it's Friday today. Yes. So that dropped Wednesday. So you've had a couple days to read it, Paxers. And, and you will have a couple more before this airs. Because <laughs> you'll have a whole week, actually. you have a whole week. <laughs> to have, yeah. Wednesday, uh, Thursday, it, next week. highlighted it, tabbed it. That's right. You don't have to tab That's it. Right. It's a Tattooed it onto your yeah. person somewhere. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, in this burgeoning social movement of two plus. Well, I think it's more than two now. I said two plus. Okay. I said two plus. I'm just saying. Um, First follower. For, yeah. There's a, Hey. Uh, no, in, in truth, uh, we are approaching 300 listens on all of the uh, podcasts, which is a good, that's a goodly number. But you know what that means? It means Shocking. that men should share the podcast with more of their friends. Does that mean I can no longer say dozens, even scores have listened? Oh, yeah, you can say whatever you want. I can say hundreds now. I have to say You hundreds. could if you want. Yeah. All right. Hundreds of listens. It's still dozens. Well, in a sense, Any yeah. unit of measure that's lower than the one. <laughs> pairs. Still, yeah, pair, yeah, triples. Lots of pairs. Yeah. Many, many pairs. Have listened. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, fair yeah. enough. So that's good. That's good. Uh, but yes, in this, in this burgeoning social movement of two plus, uh, we have covered a, a, a fair amount of ground. We've talked a lot about a compromise journey, and that is a theme that runs through every man's life and, and that we find ourselves facing uh, every day in our own lives. Right. And, but this whole philosophy, this whole set of thoughts, everything kind of boils down to chapter 16. Chapter 16 is probably the pivotal chapter, Dark. It's my favorite. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, indeed. I, I saw you note that yes. uh, on Slack or, or Twitter or something like that. Somewhere. I don't remember. Yeah. Now. Okay. Yeah. Did you read it to your daughters? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. You intend to? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can't remember if we've talked about this. Because you put them to sleep. It was like uh, <laughs> sleep teachers. Like, it's more about compasses and uh, asthma. I know. I killed it. Yeah. They were like, Dad, we're done with dead reckoning. Yeah, There's no more dead reckoning in this house. Reckoning. Dead reckoning is dead to us. Yeah. I don't even know if I read them dead reckoning because I was like, I don't understand uh, anything I'm reading if here. I but, can't understand um, it. I can't read it. That's right. Uh, but no... I, the, the folks that are listening, I don't know if we've if we've discussed this at any length on air or not, but uh, my daughters are big, big fans of Dred's writing, and every week when the chapter comes out, sometime after you know either that Wednesday or or sometime thereafter, I typically read it to them at the at the kitchen table. So 
They have good and taste. They, they do. They do have good taste. They must well, be extremely intelligent. And my my middle daughter in particular jumps up almost every time and is like, tell him he has to do a TED talk. How do you do a TED talk? I don't, I don't know. know. Well, first you have to wait for TED to come around. Who is there a TED? Don't even know. It stands for Technology Entertainment and Design. This wouldn't yeah. be the subject of a TED talk. It does, yes, it would. It would. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, because it's neither. Because oh, it's no, none it's, of this. It doesn't those matter. Things. Like that, it started out as one thing, but now oh, the, the TED Talk has okay. evolved, and and it's kind of it, it covers a lot of topics. I'm fairly certain I've never listened to a TED Talk. Really? I don't, can't think of a, have I ever done it. Hmm. Maybe I have. Maybe Simon Sinek. Simon the Cynic. Simon the Cynic. <laughs> start with why? Uh, Maybe. Sh- I feel like mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. listened to some Simon the Cynics. Maybe. Anyway, I actually being. did for the longest time think it was Simon the Cynic. Like that was his. Kind he was of some his, sort of ancient his trade Greek name, like <laughs> Kanye or something. No, I did. I thought he was. Like, I know. I know. I know. Yeah, like yeah. that was his gig. Yeah. No. You know? No. But it's just uh, his last name. I, yeah, his name is spelled. Okay, the same, but that's okay. Anyway, like, like Jocko. Point being, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like Cher, Jocko, Simon, Jocko, who turns out to be a minivan centurion. Quite. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I guess, not that surprised by that. No, you know something. It's funny the persona that he's kind of you know sticks out there and stuff like yeah. that. But if you kind of read between the lines and you catch some stuff that's not you know his watch saying you know find some then get it yeah right you know or whatever. Um, it uh, he he doesn't take himself too too seriously. Yeah, good. And uh, he's a he's he seems well. Like I actually didn't dude. think that. I just thought you know I don't know. What I thought no. I mean, like I yeah. think he's just more of like a regular dad kind of guy. Yeah. like the rest of us. Yeah, could be, know, could very well be. It's what it seems like. But could could very well be indeed. I am not a as close a follower as Jockoisms as you are. Uh, yeah, I I enjoy. I can't. I have not been able to bring myself to listen to like every podcast. I've listened to a couple of his podcasts, yeah. but they're typically you know, they're like three hours. Yeah, four I, hour kind that, of I just don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I guess the same reason I don't listen to Rogan's podcast. Yeah, I I the Rogan way I do Rogan is I I kind of. Well, A, sometimes guys will send something to me and be like, hey, you need to listen to this one, so then I, I will. I listen to Rogan on like one and a half time, and I kind of just pick through where it's like, oh, this looks like an interesting topic, or okay, oh, I know that you, guy, man. or something like that. Because okay. he's prolific, too. I mean, he, it's like one a day. Yeah, and he's got all that uh, the WWF stuff, which, not WWF. Uh, <laughs> UFC. <laughs> UFC stuff, which I'm not just not interested in. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't dislike it. No, but it, it, it's kind of like me and like, other sports. So like, like eh, whatever. You know, if you show me a clip of a fight, I'll, I'll watch that. I like sure. it. But you but like, follow it. I don't follow it, and the personalities I don't have any interest yeah. in. But yeah. Not because no. not, not I'm against it. No, no, just not interesting. But um, yeah, he has, he'll have UFC guys on, and I don't... Yeah. Sometimes I like those, because if I know the fighter, because sure. I follow a little... You're a big Chuck um, Liddell fan. I always have been. I, I am a Chuck Liddell fan, actually. I mean, I yeah. know you say that as a joke. No, but I like, didn't say it as a joke. That guy's a monster. I did yeah, not. He is. He's a monster. I don't joke um, about Chuck Liddell. But the, it's like, very few it's things like Chuck that, Norris. He's it's exactly like above. Chuck Norris. He's like a, yeah. the, the meaner version of Chuck Norris. Chuck Connors. Yeah. Chuck, you know. Chuck Wagon. All the, ch- all the all chucks. chucks. Just put them all on a big thing. And then I'll have comics on. Like his comic buddies. Yeah, because he started as a comic. Right. And he yeah. still is. I mean, he still does stand-up, does shows and, and yeah. stuff like that. But I can't listen. Because I typically don't care much at all about, you know, because they're just talking about like, oh, man, it was so good to do shows. But, you know, yeah, right. Not, you know, right. not your thing. It's like him hanging out with his buddies, which is cool. But I'm not hanging on every word. I did listen to one recently, though, that was um, pretty deep. Uh, it's uh, one of these doctors who... Um, doesn't fit the narrative and got, you know, blackballed from Twitter and LinkedIn, oh, and yeah. all these kinds of yeah, things. COVID and, thing. Yeah, yeah. 
So it was interesting to yeah. listen to. Some guy sent it to me and said, you need to listen to this. So did kept, you give it a full listen? I did give it a full okay. listen. Yeah. Good. I, yeah. I, I was in doing, you know, just working on some things and kind of had it on the background. But yeah. um, it was interesting. So let's interesting. talk some radical notions. Yeah, I was going to say, so, but none of those things are radical notions. Let me tell you what a radical notion is. It's a, something that has never really been, I mean, it was a completely disruptive thing. Right. An idea that is completely disruptive and unrepeatable. I don't know if that's a qualification, but these happen to be unreal. Right. So yeah. for me, yeah, it's the idea that there's, as you say, very unique, cataclysmic, disruptive events that essentially course cha- of history turning changed everything. Yeah. Um, that um, you don't have to even believe actually happened. Right. To still admit that they changed everything. Right. right. It's that's why it's notion. Yes. That's okay. why that's why I use the word radical notions rather than radical events. Yeah, or radical ideas. Radical, radical ideas, yeah. right. Um so yeah. anyway, the first one I think was we may have alluded to in an earlier we have uh, earlier podcast is that uh the tomb was empty. So out of the idea that okay, the I tomb being yes. empty, yeah. you get nothing before God. Right. Right. And uh love your neighbors yourself. Okay. Now part of the reason I say that is because uh Placing nothing before God was not new to Jesus. Sure, I mean he, that was he. He brung that right. He, yeah, that, <laughs> I think, what we Trinitarians would say is he fulfilled it. Okay, that was the law. Okay, right. Sure. He, he fulfilled it. Sure, yeah, he fulfilled the law. Yes, yeah, right, right. So uh, also, uh, non-Trinitarians would say the same. By the oh, way, oh, would you? But, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure yeah. about that one. Yeah. So uh, the second part of that is um, that you love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Right. Which we call yeah. the golden rule. Right. Which even, you know, a died in the world secularist would say that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And again, that was not something that was new to to Jesus. Well, at no, the that's time, just sort of a general ethic. Right. But yeah. the time he said it, um, the radical part of it was his definition of neighbor. Yes. Because the yeah. Jews at the time got the idea of love your neighbors yourself, but they restricted that to the Jews. Right. It was like, well, Samaritans aren't our neighbors. Right. So Gentiles aren't our neighbors. Illustrative of the idea of loving your neighbor when asked by a Pharisee to try to trip him up. Right. Uh, who then is my neighbor? He tells a, a story, a parable of a Samaritan mm-hmm. who, at the time in Judea, they were the the, the dire enemies mm-hmm. of the Jews. Well, they were, and and they were enemies, but they also kind of didn't they kind of also look down on them like they were. I mean, they were kind of trash people to the Jews. Yeah, so the Jews had a um, yeah. There's a couple things going on there. So Samaritans, what they were, were the descendants of people uh, who were left behind after the Babylonian exile. So the mm-hmm. Babylonians sweep across uh, Judea, uh, conquer Jerusalem, take everybody who's yeah. you know fit to work, well, <laughs> yeah. worth anything, yeah. right? Leave behind the, the scrubs, mm-hmm. right? Who then you know mate with whomever there. Right, yeah, procreate whatever yeah. there, and continue to practice a kind of half-baked form of what a Jew would say is Judaism. Right, mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. they had some of the tenets, but not all of them, and whatever. So by the time that Nehemiah uh, is allowed by Darius to return to um, to Judea, by the time that happens, the Samaritans have pretty much taken over. Yeah. What well, was Jerusalem? You know, it's yeah. just it's been burned to the ground. Its gates have been burned with fire, right? Right. So uh, they were hostile. 
Samaritans yeah. were hostile to the return of... Don't come back here. Don't come back here. And that's the book of Nehemiah, is him rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem, which is... If you follow me on Twitter, you see why I always say, hashtag New Jerusalem, because we're rebuilding it, the yeah. walls, right? Yeah. So uh, the walls of Jerusalem get rebuilt, and the Jews return from Babylon um, after the exile, and uh, the Jewish uh, homeland is returned, and the Samaritans weren't all that great and happy about it. Sure. And pretty much where they were is in the northern... Uh, area of what we think of as Israel, which at the time was called Israel. So Judah's the south, Israel's the north. And that's where they were in between Galilee, where Jesus was raised, and Jerusalem. So a, a Galilean from the north would have to travel through Samaritan country to get to Jerusalem. And they weren't, they didn't, they didn't like each other, right? Right. And in fact, you know, the story of Jesus at the well, right? Talking mm-hmm. to the woman mm-hmm. at the well. She comes up to him and you know asks her for a drink of water, and she says, "If you knew who I was, you wouldn't take that drink." Meaning she's a Samaritan, right. and, and he like, says, well, "I know who, you knew who I was." <laughs> been, well, he says, "Right," he said, yeah. "You'd be asking for living water. In fact, you've been married five times, and yeah. you're living with a man who's not your husband." Gets her to repent right. her lifestyle. Right. It's a pretty cool, cool story, but uh, he obviously does not restrict what he what he yeah. his his definition his of definition of salvation to to non Samaritans. They're included, and gives that definition when queried by the Pharisees, which is guaranteed to make them mad. Right, because they were like, right. uh, no. It's a stunning thing to say, yeah. like, who is my neighbor? No, it's not the, you know, uh, you know, the, the your buddy across the street. Right. It's this guy from a part of town where, where we don't like anybody. Yeah. It's these people that were hostile to us when we came back, that stole everything we had when we were dragged away. Yeah. Uh, it's these people that don't practice the practice religion, religion right. properly, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he tells the story of the Good Samaritan. It's funny right. that people say Good Samaritan and realize that comes from this <laughs> sect of people. <laughs> right. And right. the idea was that, you know, a, man, a Jewish guy on the road to Jericho is beaten within, you know, within an inch of his life, and he's passed by, you know, by, by a Jew. By a priest. Yeah. Right? By, you know, by a couple yeah. of Jews. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they pass him by because they can't touch a dead body or they can't be originally impure. And a Samaritan takes him and brings him to an inn and heals him and pays for his recovery. And, right. you know, that by that way, Jesus illustrates through that parable the radicalness of loving your neighbor. Yeah. That's why it's not quite as simple as just to say that's a radical notion. The radical notion is that the tomb is empty. What that did yeah, is yeah. fulfilled the idea, one, that God is supreme. Right. And two, that uh, we're to love our neighbors and our neighbors are everyone. Right. Which dovetails to the second radical notion 1,700 years later, which is all men are created equal. Right. So the two things are connected deeply in my mind, which is why I wrote that chapter. No, it makes sense. I wrote it, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why it, it, I wrote it that way. Is that so in the year 30, you know, you got Jesus being crucified, he's um, buried, and then on the third day he rises, and, you know, the tomb is empty when Mary goes, to, goes there. That's a, a radical notion. You don't have to believe it, it happened for you to recognize it was a radical notion. Everything he claims to have stood for has changed the world. It changed the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why it's radical. You know, nothing was the same after that. I mean, they started the calendar over. <laughs> right? Speaking of reckoning, right? right. The reckoning of time. In his came. disruptive manner, he yeah. forced you to make a choice. Either he was the Messiah or he was not. That's the radicalness yeah. of it. Yeah. And that's why I say, you know, the king at the time, the Caesar... Was the most powerful man in the world. This is at the pretty much high watermark of the of the of the Roman Empire. Couldn't stamp it out as hard as he tried. 
and neither could his successor nor his successor. And finally, or anyone since, finally they just gave up and became the Holy Roman Empire. It took five hundred years, right? But that's what happened, right? So that's a fairly deep radical. radical notion. Yeah. And what I postulate in the in that chapter is that uh, I don't need you to believe if you call yourself a Christian. I don't need you to agree with everything else. Right. You know, we can agree to disagree whether or not. <laughs> The priesthood the priest should be celibate, or whether the right. communion, uh, the wafer, is actually the body of Christ. It's things the Catholics believe. I'm a Presbyterian, so I don't don't uh, subscribe to that. Um, as long as you believe that the that the tomb was empty, yeah. because if you believe the tomb was empty, this general belief that placing God nothing nothing above God and the idea of the golden rule those follow along and are fulfilled, right? So we kind of all agree on that. That's why I say it's yeah. their subparts or their part of all the whole right yeah now you say well well, there's presbyterians and there's catholics and you know the point i try to make is these are uh groupings for convenience sake cultural convenience sure right now uh, and i think we had discussion again so i'm not going to say it all all over the farther you get away from the kind of the center of that um the less we're going to agree on sure and but the less it's necessary that we agree on it it's like yeah i I don't think it's necessary at all right. for you and I to be fellow travelers along the road to the what we conceive of the Christian kingdom, and for you to be a trini- non-trinitarian and me to be a trinitarian. Right. We, you know, because my understanding from what you've explained to me is that that uh, members of the Church of Latter Day Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, uh, <laughs> yeah, FCAM as we call it, yeah, uh, formerly known, well, the Church formerly known as Mormon. <laughs> But I'm just gonna call it Fcan because like, I, I speak fine. too Keep quickly. Going. You're good. Every time I have to conjure up the whole name, I have to look up at the sky and like picture it. Maybe that's the it. point, Dredd. Maybe, maybe, that's maybe the point. Uh, but members of the Fcam also believe that the tomb was empty. Yes, and also believe that nothing is placed before God. Yes, and also believe in the golden rule. Yes, and also believe that our neighbors are our, even our enemies as well as our friends. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, create equal. Yeah, right. yeah. So well, and well, we'll stop there, right? Right. For a sec. Go all the way to uh, 1776 mm-hmm. and pick up the demand letter that the uh, founding fathers sent uh, to the king, uh, king of England, the most powerful force in the world at that time, right. the English Empire, British Empire. Sun never set on the British Empire. Sent a demand letter to King George and said, um, you're, not, you're not our king anymore, man. You know, you, um, you have violated our rights as freeborn Englishmen. Mm-hmm. And um, not only are we throwing off you as a particular tyrant because of your misdeeds. Right. We're, but we're, we're declaring an end to tyranny as well. Yeah, we're just quashing it. Because he did, I mean, George wrote back and said, all right, look. And he wrote back. Here, here's everything. i tell you what we're going to do. Yeah. We'll give you all this stuff and right. these kind of right, all this kind of thing. You know, and they were like, no, maybe you don't understand. No, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Right. It's not me. It's you. Right. Right. <laughs> so they could have done a, you know, halfway or negotiated bargain, but they said, they declared an end yeah. to tyranny. Tyranny in the form of a status hierarchy, a class hierarchy. Right. Right? That's right. over. You know, so King George at the time, in the latter half of the 18th century, would have um, identified the basis for his uh, his right to rule as divine. He would have said that he he drew it from God, right? Right. That, be, that God had ordained him in a sense. Sure. Right? And that's why the, the Holy Roman Empire, Emperor... And at that time, it it didn't it didn't exist anymore, did it? I think it was it, it no longer existed, but it was more in the f- form of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. 
I might be a little foggy on that. They had the Pope crown them. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. Because that, that would be indicative of... Yeah. Now, right? See? See? Right. Now, God. Now, in England, because they had declared uh, a, a separation from the Catholic Church, uh-huh. uh, they would have the Archbishop of Canterbury crown the King of England. Well, that, that being their highest religious their, person. Yeah, English Pope or whatever, yeah. Whatever. Right. But, that, but they yeah. did that and had that ceremony to indicate to the subjects, not yes. the citizens, no, no. <laughs> the subjects of the crown yeah. that they were that they, they derived their right and their authority from God, right. divine right of kings. Yeah. And the founding fathers said, nah. Good luck with that. Because um, all men are created equal. We hold this truth to be self-evident. Right. Right. We're all born with certain inalienable rights, the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And these can't be infringed upon. They can't be, can't be taken away. Right, they, you you don't own them, King. Yeah, they're not, not your subjects. You didn't give citizens. them to us, so you right. can't take them. Right, and it's not often quoted or talked about, but uh, the Declaration also um, sets forth that they're going to write a better, a better, better, a better contract or yeah. a contract. Yeah, because at the time, England and it still has no constitution. So instead of having a kind of a body of law that evolved over the course of at that point eight hundred years, which is the English common law tradition, which was constantly liberalizing becoming more and more liberal mm-hmm. um instead of that um they're going to write a a a contract and said it's going to be an elected form of government a representative democracy in a republic uh and this is how it's going to work this is how we are going to make our laws mm-hmm. and there's certain fundamental rights that are inalienable right and this is the way it's going to be that's a contract so that was a radical notion of course king of england said um no Right, <laughs> and, well, and put in, in about the same yeah. amount of effort yeah. that the Caesar did, yeah, seven hundred years uh, earlier, and he was no, he was no more successful stamping out that radical notion than uh, old Caesar Augustus was uh, prior, back, back in the day. So um, that's why it was the second radical notion: all men are created equal. And then springing from that radical notion, the same way that I say, you know, the golden rule springs from the empty tomb are those inalienable rights. Yeah, right. Of life, liberty, pursuit, happiness. That's right. Yeah. That phraseology is is radical, but it's it's a sub radical. Got to, it. Because the, the way I read it, I guess when I read it this last time, was just seems like it says it out, right? Yeah, kind of in a, I see why a more sequential ish. Yeah. yeah so. And I tell you what, it's because we're dealing with matters of some some chaos. It's like it doesn't it's not a it doesn't really matter. It's like yeah. why did it take from thirty to seventeen? That's a lot. That's you know seventeen hundred years, and that's just the way. And you know my worldview, God. How did it happen? Well, I, and mine as well. And and I would, you know, sometimes when, when I'm explaining this to my kids or, or thinking about it or whatever, you know, we we uh, count time differently here in mortality, I think, than God does there. So, you know, 1,700 years here, I don't think has the same, uh, I don't think it's equivalent. You know what I mean? If God like, is, God doesn't, isn't. Uh, it's eternal. Time. So time doesn't really have a he's, he's thing. It's not a he is at the same moment watching Jesus rise, listening to us make this podcast, and is also prevailing over end of times, right? And everything in between, yeah. Like time for him, so is, yeah, is so not a. It's all right. w- one big hole, and right. so that's you know, for so us when we say like, oh, gosh, because he, it has to be that it's way because he's eternal, right? Like, and we are finite, right? So, that's, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We reckon time in a 
in a our little you know, we count right. things and he's like what do you frank if i could put time in a bottle first thing I, okay, that's, <laughs> that's not the song <laughs> wait a minute that's not the song uh all right so based on those two radical notions yes. now we're getting to like what we talk about as essentials right right the and augustinian that, code of <clears throat> yes in essentials there must be unity and non-essentials liberty and all things charity right that's the essence of the minivan centurion that's how he fights for the middle right right so um i said on the matters of how the world was created and how it'll end right mm-hmm. uh in matters of that i am a christian no modifier just just christian yeah progressive or, no 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 liberal uh, liberal. no 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 no, uh, no. conservative no fundamentalist no plain old born again yes no <laughs> no Right. Yeah. So, uh, to be a Christian simply means to follow, be a follower of Christ. It requires, nor really supports, a modifier. Fair. Right. Sure. It 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 doesn't. So that's why I just say, as as C.S. Lewis said, mere Christian. Right. Right. With these fundamental essential beliefs, in which I would look towards another Christian to have to share, to have unity in, mm-hmm. if we are going to be Christians together. Right. Now. Um, as a Presbyterian, again, I I would not walk into a Catholic church and take communion because I do not believe it's the body of Christ, nor am I willing to confess to a priest prior to going into the confessional. Right. Because I, I by my faith tradition, right, the convenient group along which I align myself as a Protestant, pretty mainstreamy, you know, middle of the world Protestant, um, I do not need an intercessor between God and me. I can seek his forgiveness by confessing directly to him. Hmm. Whereas a Catholic believes otherwise. Right. Um, I don't also do not believe as a Presbyterian that a priest uh, is empowered to grant me forgiveness. Only God can do that. Now, those aren't essential. Sure. And, and a Catholic, a practicing Catholic, and I can disagree about that. Yeah. And, and he has liberty and still. Right. Yeah. He has the liberty to believe what he wants to believe. And I have the liberty to believe what I want to believe. Those are non-essential beliefs, and the Greek word for that is adiaphora. Right. Those things are essential. Yeah. Because yeah, I was like, I mean, I, I'm glad you fact-checked me. I actually, honestly, glad. Because, oh yeah. You know, I write very quickly. Um, I try to, you know, check, but uh-huh. a lot of stuff I'm just doing from from flat memory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hope it's right. It is. But yeah. I w- that's part of the reason why I posted on the internet. Is because people tell me. Yeah, they come. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah, I had a guy. No one's afraid, are they? <laughs> a guy. A guy emailed me and said, hey, man, I'd be happy to help you and proofread that. I was like, yeah, man, go ahead. I, but I got like, uh, yeah, like probably about 300 proofreaders. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that are going at it. Yeah, right. like, I think I had said that I talked about getting hyperthermia in North Dakota or something like that. And GOAT was like, it's hypothermia. I might have switched around. Yeah. It's one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Right, Whatever. I mean, yeah, okay. I get the wrong one. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah which is good. It's 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 good. So, good. Uh, it's good. is is our thing, our non-essentials to a Christian. I don't, I don't, we don't have to, we don't have to believe in those. Now, I, I would, but I would proclaim and, and be willing to fight, you know, not violently, but, no, no, but, but defend, yeah. defend uh, the ground at empty tomb and uh, nothing before God. Yeah. And um, and uh, love your neighbors yourself. The first two, of course, come straight from the mouth of Jesus when asked, you know, what are the two what are the two most important rules? He's like, ah, you know, nothing before yeah. God, golden rule, yeah. and upon those things, all the law and the prophets hang. Yeah, 
right? Everything and, from here, the, right. it all builds from there. And I would say the same thing about um, American and English, you know, English, American mm -hmm. uh, jurisprudence, the entire shoot and match hangs on, mm. hangs on the fact, the fact, what I believe is a fact, not a notion right. in a sense, all men are created equal. That's why God did it. Yeah. And it all comes from there. All our, our substantive due process, procedural due process, every law that we have, that in my mind is consistent with the higher law, all comes from that. Yeah. And every law that that is inconsistent with that doesn't come from that. And we, because we're a pluralistic nation, a republic, mm -hmm. we have some laws, of course, that I, that well, I sure. would contend um, are not consistent. Right. Are inconsistent. But... Because they, yeah, they came from man. And, came from man. And probably for right. our convenience or whatever it might be. I, I don't look for our law to be perfect because it's man's law. Right. It's, it's by nature imperfect. Yeah. And it's also by nature then temporary. Yep. And... It's filling a role. Yeah. For our time, you know, our, our 80 plus or whatever it is while we're spinning around through space. Right. You know, it's, exactly. That's it. Now, just as I say, I'm a Christian, mm -hmm. um, merely that, nothing else, um, who is a member of the Presbyterian Church as a matter of convenience and social grouping. Okay. I'm also a liberal mm -hmm. who is a member of the Republican Party for sure. convenience and grouping, right? Okay. It doesn't mean anything to me whether a man's a Democrat or Republican. To me, what the essential is that he agrees that all men are created equal. Right. And if he's a member of the Republican Party, he says, ah, I think bankers are better people or whatever. whatever. Like, yeah, I can't go with you there. Right. Or if he's a member of the Democratic Party and he thinks, ah, I think fill in your blank. Right. See, I'm going to avoid arguments. Smart. Are more deserved of any more protection under the law, or privileges, rights, or everything. Yeah. So I can't go with you there. Right. Because yeah. that would right. violate... Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness for all men. All men. All and people. My, my self-proclaimed status as a liberal mm -hmm. comes from the word liberty. Right. Meaning liberty from the governance. And that arose, that word arose, when the governance was of a, of a despot, a tyrant. Right. An unelected, self-proclaimed right. divine king. Right? Yeah. And to be a liberal was to be someone who declared himself not so subject. Right, liberated. Liberated from that. Yeah. And because my sense of how we should be governed on earth dates back to 1776, finds its roots there with the soil being planted in the years, thousand years or 700 years before that, starting with the Norman Conquest, because of that, I don't see what else I could call myself. Now... Mm. When I say liberal, not classical liberal, I don't think that's necessary, or progressive liberal. Right, you're, I would say you're, you're doing the same thing as, in terms of just not giving it a qualifier. Right. Just liberal. Yeah, a believer in liberty. Just liberal, yeah, believer in liberty. Yeah. A freed person, a person not a... Christian, not a, a believer in Christ, right. a liberal, a believer in liberty. Uh, Christian follower of Christ or believer. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. It, it imputes, yeah. imputes. Yeah. Uh, uh, liberal, believer in liberty, and, and someone who's willing to defend not his own liberty, liberty, but also willing to take measures to free the oppressed. Right. Depresso Liber, right? That's the, the um, that is the motto of the United States Special Forces to free the oppressed. Yeah. So uh, an oppressed person is not free. So to be, I don't know what else I could be but a liberal. Don't I don't know. I mean, I can't come up with a better word for it. 
you know, so you're a Republican. I can, I can already feel the tweets. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think that might give people pause. Yeah. And I'm more than happy to discuss that. But I've spent 20 years thinking about it. Yeah. And I've never really accepted, and it's probably because my, you know, hardwiring is apostolic. I've never really accepted the fact that I'm the, a member of a particular church to mean that's exclusive in some way of members who weren't. Like that, mm. that, that defined me more, more that defined me in a stronger m- way than the fact that I was simply a mere follower of Christ. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're a, you're a Presbyterian. No, I'm a Christian and I belong to Presbyterian church. I'm yeah. a member of Presbyterian yeah. church. Yeah. You know, Jesus on his, in his last breath said, <clears throat> you know, uh, I think the last thing he said was, I will be with you always. Matthew 28, 19 and 20, Right. Go make disciples of all nations. Yes. Baptize them in the name of the Father, yeah, Son, the and the Holy Spirit. The last thing that he told them that part, prior you, to... That part you would not count. Baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, teach them yeah, to obey. That. Okay, that's the Trinity part, though. Well, we... See, here's... Well, look. T- totally teasing you. I was say, we're about to go Adiaphora. No, no, I'm about to go all Adiaphora. Well, I it. think it's illustrative. Yeah. I'm teasing you, but it wouldn't matter. It, no, okay. it would not matter. Right. But for clarification's sake... Right. You do believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, they're just okay. not one. They're just not one. One being. Right. So yeah, three ba- separate beings. Baptize them in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yep. Teach them to obey everything yep. I've commanded you. Yep. Right. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. That's the last right. thing you said on earth. It's not the last thing you said on earth. But it's the last thing he said to his disciples in in the last thing he said was it is finished. But that's it Well see, really I think he said because I believe when he was reincarnated. Oh, you mean after the resurrection? Yeah. Never mind. Continue. Okay. Okay, yes. Good. I was thinking pre death. On the cross, the last thing he said is in finished. Yes. Right. Right. And then post death. Post death he said and post-resurrection, yes. Okay, he said, sorry. He said many things. Yes. He said many things. Yep, no, I'm aligned. I'm right. aligned. I'm now, aligned. the reason why I want to clarify that with you is there are um, Gnostics mm-hmm. who believe that, that he was not, that, that he was a spirit and not an actual body. Okay. I have heard of that. Right. I, I don't know enough so, to, yeah. You know, and I don't know if there's a strain of Gnosticism in the FCAM. So, no, no. Anyway. But yes. The last thing he says is in the, yeah. the last the yes. last verse Got of Matthew, yep. and surely I'm with you always. Yeah. Right? That's a that's the last yes. thing he says. Yes. And now having gone through that, <laughs> no idea. Should we roll the opening again? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where we are right now. Right. Yeah. No idea where we got from that yeah. from. I think it was the point I was making is um to be a follower of Christ, I must do as he said there, make disciples of all nations. I can do that as a member of the Presbyterian Church. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because you're saying uh, uh, with no qualifiers. Right, with no qualifiers. That's it. Yeah. Now, in the same way that I'm a liberal who's not defined by the fact that I'm a member of the Republican Party. Right. So, and a a good way to illustrate what I mean is say, let's say tomorrow the Democrats get their way and there is no Republican Party. Sure. Right? Yeah. Well, I ain't a member of it anymore. Right, okay. Am I still a liberal? Yeah. Right. Let's say next week... The Presbyterian Church decides to pack it up and go home. Yeah, they're like, eh, you know what? Yeah, this, we're done. We're done. There is no Presbyterian Church. I'm no longer yeah. Presbyterian. Am I still a Christian? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's why I... Interesting. I, that, yeah, it, yeah. And I, it's part of human nature, and mine as well, uh, to commit the sin of factualism, you know, which is to be part of groups. And if you're part of a group, the other group's wrong. You know, that's the heart of orism. Oh, being part of the group is not wrong. To be a part of the other group is wrong. No, no. I, well, you said to commit the sin of factionalism to be part of a group and then okay okay i got it never mind 
I listened to the whole thing back right. in my head. And you yeah, got yeah. what I meant. Yeah. So let me rep- yep. pretty because it might have confused Paxos yeah. too. To, to be a factionalist is to say, it's, yeah. you know, I'm in this group, you're in that group. And because you're in that group. Group, yeah. you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's factionalism. That's, yeah. that's a sin, right? It's, yeah. it's listed as a sin. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's very easy for, for uh, denominations, religious denominations, to engage in factionalism. Oh, yeah. Right? It's very easy for them to do that. They shouldn't. No, but, I mean, some, some, uh, especially, because there are those, not many, I don't think, but there are those who, you know, that's their livelihood. Okay, so, so you're ascribing you know. kind of fleshly motives, mm-hmm. right? And I think, but I think there's other motives, and I think those motives well, are... Well, tr- you know, motivated by truth. Well, what we know, were we talking about last week with, with strong, weak Christians, like we talked about last week, right? Like there's... Yeah, quit qualifying me as a weak Christian. No. I, I'm, I'm uh, messing with it. <laughs> I just use that as an I know. example. <laughs> it's just right. a I know, it's like, but it is funny, uh, like yeah. uh, somebody could legitimately say to me, it's like, it's convenient how you grouped yourself with the, the strong Christians, yeah. right? No. Right, but yeah. it just happens to be my nature that I'm hardwired that way, right? where the rules would be less important to me than the faith. Right, the, yeah, the, like you said, the rules behind the rules. So the rules behind the rules are more yeah. important to me, right? Yeah. So yeah, we, the rules behind the rules in this context would be all, that... that um, that the platoon was empty. That's the rule behind the rule. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now there's nowhere to go backward from there. There's right. nothing left. That's right. That's the rule behind that. the rule. Yeah. Now the rule of, uh, of concept of transubstantiation, meaning that the, this is the body of Christ. Right. That's how Catholics over time have come to celebrate, uh, communion. Right. That's their, that's their rule about communion. That's their rule. But about but communion. the rule behind the rule is that the is tomb that was we, empty. We do. Well, I would say we do this thing, in in remembrance of the fact that right that, you know, right, that, the that he was died empty. right yeah. was empty right yeah. so the problem and factionalism kind of breeds this is we focus on the rules rather than the rules behind the rules yeah. right we fact no, so the, we we or, talk a lot about in our faith we talk a lot about practicing uh, our faith and you know like there's there's the practicing side and there's the doctrinal side yeah you know right. and the the doctrine and and so some people you know they really like you think i like rules oh no 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 i mean like i'm a wacko compared to you know a lot sure. of folks like, but like because some people really it gets almost mosaic lawish where it's right. like well we only you know you walked 74 steps on sunday like we there's, have a problem here there's a lot of structure as i understand in the FK. oh yeah yeah and um it's not my cup of tea cuz i drink tea Hey-o. Uh But I say this, and this is, uh, gosh, uh, we were talking about this last night. I tried not to get uh, go to the, uh, good. To, the, to, the, to the zebra jockey, but... Um, oh, right, right. <laughs> I'm ahead of book. I have never met an FCAM guy in my life who I didn't think was a great guy. I mean, I yeah. just had a met with, um, Duncan. with Duncan from the Waxaws about something and uh i just 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 yeah. wonderful dude you know yeah i could yeah he looks at his watch he goes oh, i want to be uh Respect respectful of your time. time which is such an f camp thing to say it is and uh <laughs> and i was like oh i was thought i was taking your time man. he no. you know i i you know i i literally cannot think of a guy who um 
I, I didn't. And I know, sure. of course, I there know are there some. Are some. Of course, there are some. But Harry, on the Harry, whole, Harry Reid, God bless him. I have mm. him. Who knows? I'm just no, I think he's a horrible person. Yeah, I, 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 no, no, I have I'm no idea. I'm just kidding. No but, idea. but the point is, is, but those guys, I mean, when you met Duncan, you didn't right. know him from a right. hole in the ground, right? right? He was right. a guy who came in. But you can get a sense right away that he's a man who will love and protect his family. Right, right. Asset. Seek to hold the middle, be an asset to his community. Right. I mean, like, which is polite. Right. Polite. Does it, like, there's a. There is a uh, just a strong cord of of genteelness that runs yeah. through, you know, and sample size of what sixty. I don't know. Whatever. In the course of my life, you know, I can remember the first guy I met was my chaplain uh, when I was in the infantry, uh-huh. uh, thirty five almost you know, thirty five almost forty years ago. You're um, and he had one of those typical FCAM names, but I didn't know it at the time because I didn't know what oh, an like FCAM was. Hiram or something. <laughs> no, his last name was Boatwright. Oh, okay, sure. I think of that as yeah. very yeah, sure. F cammy. Yeah. Like they made it up on the way I mean, to it's Missouri. Not, probably. Yeah. You know, it was like, you, you know, don't want to get your bolt right. <laughs> oh, no, that's no. What, that's what I'll call you. Right? Johnson's the one that's right. got the warrant for polygamy. But, in, no, in I got to This guy was just one of these just, you know. Just nice. Who's Homer Simpson's neighbor? That guy. Oh, uh, uh, Flanders. 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 He's yeah. Ned Flanders. Like, hey, diddly ho. Yeah, like you couldn't. He's insultable. Uninsultable. Yeah. Because it's not that easy to be a chap on an infantry battalion. Oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> you know, and nobody needs you more. Uh, fair. And here's this guy who's a uh, probably in a slim minority. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. As far as you know, his his his. Sack, oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. 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 But I, I just say that because, um, it's I I I I think that focusing on the rules uh-huh. rather than the rules behind the rules, and then lear- finding a way. For us to stay, to have unity on those essentials. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. I'm glad that you say that because that's you know you're you're and you're being very complimentary and of course I greatly appreciate that as as uh, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Um, but uh, F came to the cognizant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I. But the reason, and, and I'm being really sincere when I say this, the reason I think that, that that comes across so much is because we very much, you know, when you talk about those two radical notions, like we we kind of almost take it like a little, like almost a little. You guys, like, are, you guys, guys celebrate those two. Oh, I mean, that's that's where we're at, man. Like our whole faith really in, in the big scheme is built on liberty. I mean... It, it really is. Like well, you travel a thousand that, miles to get it. To get it, yeah. a little more than that, maybe. It, it was well, it, it was more than. I mean, yeah. in, in total, from 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 Buffalo from New York, to yeah, all the way Schenectady to or where yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, Palmyra, but Palmyra, yeah, Palmyra, yeah, yeah. you know, to, to Salt Lake, right? And no roads, you know, what I mean, like this sure. hand carts, you know, I mean, hundreds of people dying along the way, people burying their children along the way, people, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, because we really so struggling with that because we are so, I mean, like. I don't know the right word, but just very, 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 very dedicated to the idea that when God said all men created equal, essentially, right? Yeah, right. What he was saying there, um, like, like we even in our in church, like we refer to one another as brother and sister, yeah, because we believe so strongly in this idea that we are literally one human family, born of God, right? Period. End of story. You know, like it does nothing Be- matters because because we are. I know, but right. you know, but like. And and that's it. So people, so it, it it's so ingrained, right? You know, like we just can't help but be nice because you're like, right. well, you're one of us. Right. Like you're mine. You're, right. you know, and we we take it very literally, I guess, in in that sense. All right. So it's anyway. 
I mean, you no one, no one ever whose door gets knocked upon <laughs> by two Mormon missionaries looks <laughs> out the window, COVID. looks out the window, and says, "These guys are here to rob me." Yeah, they no. say these guys are here to bore me to death. I'm just kidding. That, no, <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> Oh gosh, they're back. Uh, yeah. they're, they're relentless. I have had many friends though. It's funny, just total side note. Like many friends who are like, you know, any salesman comes to the door and I just ignore them. I don't even talk to them. Like when those guys come to the door for some reason, I'm like, they probably could use a drink of water. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> I just can't help yourself because right. they're just like these so right. like flandery, you yeah. know, in their little tie. Right. Hey. Yeah. But, uh, you know, their, their missionality, you know, you can see it in them. It is, yeah. yeah. Well, and it again, it's born straight from that belief that if if you are my brother, literally, right? You know, a literal child of a heavenly Father who loves you, right? And I believe that for myself. I believe that for you. Then everything that I know that I think is good, I have to try and share that as best I can. So that's why we take very literally again right. that charge to go and you know baptize all right. nations, and you know that's why we these guys voluntarily pay their own way, you know, for two years right. to go and. And, uh, and do it. It's nuts. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, why I think this is important is that without these two radical notions, really, there is no America. Yeah. It can't be. These two radical notions weave together. There is no America. And, of course, if there is no America, then there's nothing for... Then we are not. There's nothing for us Minivendrians to be defending. Yeah, right? why would I... Yeah. There wouldn't be any point. Right. Now... Let's take our brothers uh, in England who are um, in Surrey making some serious headway. I Dude, those guys are crushing it out following there. Following that El Presidente, but yeah. you know, I look up and these guys have seventeen guys come to a workout in the dead and in going December right to a Q source and going right to a Q source, and and of course um, they're not um, Americans. No, right. So for them to be defending the nation, the def- nation they're defending is the United Kingdom, right? Sure. So someone might reasonably ask, well. Doesn't that put them at odds with us uh, Americans? I'm like, no. <laughs> I expect right. I would expect that your British minivan centurion, uh, or the, what they call a state wagons, a state wagon centurion, whatever they call. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. To, That's too good. To I yeah. don't know. It's something yeah, different. Whatever. Because right? like, they call a truck a lorry. Oh, sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's funny. I would expect them to defend their nation. Well, I was just going to say, where in the three things that you ask, where in the three dots does it say America? It doesn't. It doesn't. Now, I write from the perspective of being an American. Well, sure. Because I couldn't help it. Right. But as we always say, forgive me for sharing personal experiences. They're the only kind I have. (laughs) So at the risk of, you know, getting somebody who has difficulty uh, accepting this, America is is a unique in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about American exceptionalism. It's a place, obviously, sea to sign, shining sea. Mm-hmm. It's an idea mm-hmm. born of those two radical notions. I would contend, right? Right. Um, it's a commitment to liberty, not only for ourselves, but for others. Yeah. I mean, who else has a military force? Who has as a motto the free the <laughs> right. oppressed free the <laughs> and we're not talking about freeing the, the oppressed in Oregon or, no. or 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 Montana or something. We're talking about freeing the oppressed overseas. Right. And the everywhere way, they are, because ev- those also are brothers and sisters, right? Right. And the idea of the of 
freeing the oppressed uh, from a special forces standpoint is to go where they are and in proximity with them and right. forming a relationship with them, persuading them first that the American viewpoint of liberty, that all men are created equal, right? Yeah. Um, and that um, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness is is the most reasonable and successful way to run a nation. Yeah, to or, live your life. Or a book club or anything or else. Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> and to help them do that, yeah. whether they are oppressed by a tyrannical government that they would seek to right. overthrow because right. our business was fighting, yes. or whether they are representing a, demo- a, dem- a democratic government that is uh, under the gun of a tyrannical inter- mm-hmm. insurrection. I mean, it, that's that those two jobs. But in either case, freeing the oppressed, that's, right. that's what we do. Now, if picking up a rifle and doing it um, doesn't float your boat, that's what, uh, you know, John F. Kennedy created the Special Forces and gave us the Green Beret and all that stuff. And the uh, the school that a Green Beret goes to is called the John F. Kennedy Special Warfare Center, mm. school and center uh, at Fort Bragg. Um, by the same token, same guy also invented the Peace Corps. <laughs> and if you don't like toting a gun to do it, well, that's fine. You know, you, yeah, you can do that, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you this: we had better food <laughs> because we often we <laughs> often found ourselves in the same place. Sure, and uh, yeah, that's you know, they, they would be like, "Well, you guys are kind of the enemy." I'm like, "Maybe so," but we got peanut butter. <laughs> Is that an essential for you? Because <laughs> guess what? Peanut butter. Like, we haven't seen peanut butter in a year. You know? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, and that's all. You know, that's a true story. Uh, I was in Africa once, and we were in a in a in a small town in the same place where it was a pretty sizable uh, Peace Corps element mm. um, mm-hmm. doing some work. And um, I was part of a mission. It's called a Med Red or something. What we would do is go to um, developing nations who had you know medical underdeveloped okay. medical sure, systems. Sure. We'd bring doctors, yeah. and that kind of thing, and help them. Right. You know, they didn't have any medicine and stuff like yeah. that. And that was a good hearts and minds kind of thing. And uh, while we were there, you know, we kind of got to know the Peace Corps folks a little bit. You know, they're sure. a little they're bit. They're around. You know, yeah. little, they're a little bit suspicious of us. Whatever. Yeah. And um, sure enough, uh, it was a horrible car accident. And um, if I recall, it was three Peace Corps girls were, uh, one was killed and two other were badly injured. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they didn't take him to an African hospital. They brought him to us, ah. which was wise. Yeah, because not only do we have like seven doctors, right, and forty-seven, and trained, forty-seven yeah. special forces medics, we had a uh, we had a C one thirty, and we flew him to we stabilized him and flew him to yeah we can get flew him to, to go. <laughs> flew him to Spain and saved their lives. Yeah, um, and I, I, that was a long time ago when that happened, but um, it reminds me of that um, piece of scripture. Which is First um, Corinthians twelve twelve. Um, no, I'm sorry. It's First Corinth. It's First Corinthians three, eight. One man plants and another man waters. Oh, mm-hmm. but they each have the same purpose. Yeah, we're, we're growing they, food, man. They each will be rewarded for their labors, right? Yeah. While we. Green Berets were pursuing the free, free, the freeing of the oppressed 
in a far different way than the right. Eh, not that far different, actually, in a different way, perhaps, than the Peace Corps was. We had the same purpose, yeah. and that same purpose was to spread the radical notions in which we believed that were the foundation of American liberty to places where they didn't have that. Right. And um, I didn't know it at the time because I wasn't a believer, but later on I would think back to that and see how kind of God was unfolding these things, and I could see them happening. I just didn't understand them. Sure. Until... You know, until, I started until to, later after you had later. the context to right that yeah. you know at that point in my life I might have said oh our liberty is a matter of natural selection randomness and and <laughs> you know hard dick and bubble gum right. <laughs> right but you know Frank I don't believe that to be so anymore no I know I, you don't I believe it all to be part of a divine plan in which you and I are blessed to um, be charged with the duty and obligation to keep on keeping on yeah. until God decides it's over. So I got three questions for you. Uh, okay. Will you love and protect your family? I will. Will you be an asset to your community? I will. Will you fight to hold the middle? I will. You're a minivan centurion, my friend. Boom. Go do something good. I will. <laughs> You've been listening to the Minivan Centurion. If you liked it, share it, rate it, and review it. Then join us every week while we talk about what it's going to take to fulfill our duty as men and leaders. You were made for these times. The road will be rough, but you're up to the task. You don't fight alone. You fight alongside centurions. Centurions.